0: Hey y'all, it's V, the Tax Lean Strategist. Welcome to another episode of the Tax Lean Strategist. I'll get right into it. We've got a big day ahead and I um, want to get this one out of the way because we do have people who are taking the course and um, they are they're wanting to know a little bit, maybe expand a little bit on this last component of black failure not created by black people but more or less by the government. I want to talk about redlining for a moment. I'm not going to talk, you know, get too deep with it because we've kind of touched upon it in other segments here. You can always read up on it, but let me just talk about redlining just for a moment. It's the practice of denying a creditworthy applicant a loan in certain neighborhoods or zip codes, even though they may be qualified. So it's an imaginary red line. They know where the line is. We just... We know now we did it. So they draw this line around areas, mostly banks, that they refuse to to, to give loans to, regardless of whether your regardless of your credit worthiness. Sometimes it's denial of insurance. But basically it's denial of credit. Um, in some cases it could be health care. Some cases it could be development of food deserts in in minority neighborhoods, that type of thing. But it robs. Um, but you know, it, it's it's um, it's discrimination of buyers by lending institution by the lending industry, banks, all banks. That's what I'm talking about. That the industry. This is what they've done in the past and what they're still doing, though not as blatant. But they're still doing it. The problem I have with it all is that when it comes to tax lien investing, I have a problem banking somewhere. Now, first of all, because of this racism, I don't believe in banks, in banking. I don't believe in putting my hard-earned money in banks as a black person, but in business, it's set up so where I I must show something to someone in case I want to get a loan or in case I want to do this or that. Um, You know, I mean, just different reasons why you would need to show, uh, you know, credit reasons why you would need to show that you have a bank, especially in business. And so if you think about it, you can see the wheels of systemic oppression turning just from what I've just said, how one keeps leading to another and keeps leading to another to keep. The oppressed, more oppressed. Again, I I would not bank if I didn't have to bank. Okay? But despite that, I have to bank. Although I don't want to because of the racist industry of banking. I don't want to. I have to in order to prove credit worthiness to someone else who's going to be making um, a decision about my worthiness and whatever it is that I'm going after this is how the system works it keeps you in your place okay so it is discrimination of, of buyers by the lending institution now we're not going to get redlining confused with steering because people do that sometimes so steering is the process where realtors in that industry direct, uh, directs buyers based on their class or directs them to certain neighborhoods based on protective characteristics such as race and religion. In other words, I want to live over here. And this zip code, oh, well, um, really? Oh, what, how about over here? Now, that really probably won't, they probably won't get away with that now. But it was, it, it happened a lot back then. And we're still living remnants of it, of steering. Where someone in the real estate industry steers someone based on race or religion or other characteristics like that, that are protected under our civil rights acts but still they're steering them to certain neighborhoods and that is not to be confused with blockbusting we talked about blockbusting last night okay the problem I have with all of this especially with this redlining because I have a problem with banking and then I have a problem with the banks competing with me little old me at the tax foreclosure auction, I have a huge problem with banks and corporations competing with the average citizen, even people in their own neighborhoods. We already got to deal with gentrification. We already got to deal with people, just plain old people, who who um, purposefully make sure their properties are priced in such a way that the average minority can't move into their communities. And then they have the nerve, though, to want to purchase property in the communities where those people are from. It's a lot of nerve, but that's neither here nor there. I have a problem. I mean, we have that to contend with. We also need to understand that banks and big corporations compete with us at the auction. Now, I don't know if there's anything that can be done about it. I mean, I'm just fool. I, I just, I, you, know, I, you know, I don't have any more room and any more space to work on any more projects. But if you're an organizer, if you understand what I'm saying, if you want to work against it, I can kind of lead you in the right direction to help you get started. You know, maybe, you know, show you some, you know, how to, you know, maybe talk to some people to get some grants. But that kind of work because it's going to take money to do that kind of thing. Because not only are we competing with banks and corporations, we're competing with le- legislators who take money from these people to keep the law, to keep the law in their favor, where they're able to do this. I, we sh- if if the banks are out there redlining, drawing an imaginary red line, and refusing us loans. How in the hell are they able to bid on property due to the problems that they help create? If I'm in tax trouble and uh, want to use the equity in my home to save my taxes and the bank denies me based on whatever, as long as they deny me because that's what they've decided in these closed door meetings to do. Is that fair? I tell you, this country is so, I would say, lucky at this point that as of this point, on this day, August 10, 2023, that this country has not gone into um, one of the worst type of um, reactions to how the government works. I just don't know what to tell you. It, it's, it, it, you know, it's coming. We don't know when because people are getting fed up. But the nerve of banks to be competing against the average people who they won't even help save property to compete and purchase those properties. We don't have a chance, and that's why I tell people. I tell you what. Here's a strategy. Let's redeem everything that the banks and the corporations purchase. Let's redeem it for the owners. Let's get it back into the owner's hands. And we'll just buy from them directly. That's a strategy. The only thing extra is going to cost in Texas is 25% interest the first year and 35% interest the second year, over and above what the owner um, invested To purchase the tax lien. To purchase that the tax deed. So that's a strategy. We all should have a problem. With banks being able to redline us. And then to compete. In other words. To me it sounds like. They're making a situation for them. Easy for them. To invest in these properties. There is no other way to see it. And that's why I have a problem. So if anybody, because people are, are known to do this, I have a couple more podcasts. And so this is the only one on tax lien investing. So I know what people will do. They throw rocks and hide their hands. They're real good at sending you ugly messages, but won't face you. If anybody is so brave and bold as to send me a message about how I discuss this country on this podcast, you just go right ahead. And do the best you can do. Send me whatever message you want to send. But expect me to respond now. Expect me to respond. Because this country. um, Has created failure. For all minorities. Especially black people. And so while we're on the subject. People ask me all the time. Why is it that black people are so disliked. All over the world. Well. And they use the term hate we're not hated because every, every thing is everything that's done is being done with um, you know some type of black culture repre- you, you can't people can't make a commercial people can't go to church they can't have a party they can't do anything without borrowing or stealing from black culture We're emulated more than anyone. I'll tell you why. Black people aren't hated. Black people are feared. And black people are... Why are they feared? Because we're the only minority. And put this on record that I said this on this day. We're the only minority who can surpass white supremacy. If you leave us alone. They know it. We know it. And um, this is the end of this particular segment today. Again, don't forget what redlining is. It's not to be confused with steering. Redlining is um, it takes away your generational wealth. One more thing. Redlining robs us of our generational wealth that we've created, that, that we've created. When your equal in in age can borrow his when his parent can give him four hundred thousand dollars gift to purchase a home at twenty five years old, the average twenty five year old black person cannot gift that to their children. The average black person's net worth, of generational wealth, has to begin at. At, at, at 30, 40 years old, their white counterpart is already two, almost three generations ahead of them. We will never be able to catch up on generational wealth. And of course, that's the idea. I want people to understand what your net worth is. It's primarily the equity accumulated in your homes. This is the new generational wealth for us. But... Again, it doesn't matter where we are. If we want to live among our people, if we put the same home 20 20 miles on the west side compared to the home of a white person, our property is going to be far less just because of the zip code, just because of the zip code. And those type of things, the more people are aware of what this country is doing, this is where you're going to have the disconnected. this is where you're going to have the problems. Those are the people who are going to blow up. those are the people who are going to be angry. those are the people who are going to take to the street and do whatever they got to do. I hope it happens, and show this country that it's going to have to do better and demand that this country do better. And this is as far as I'm going to say on this particular podcast, because people have a habit, have a a, a, a thing about taking your word now listen. I, am, I ain't in no way worried about no backlash. You can forget that. You it Ain't nobody tell me anything. You can't tell me what I'm going to be denied. You can't tell me what I'm not afraid of. Any of that kind of stuff. You got the wrong one if that's what you think. But people still have a way of taking your words, changing your words. You know, we know people do it. But I'm saying it should happen. Because what do you think is going to happen when you keep on pushing people into a wall, pushing people into a corner? What do you think they're going to do? Y- your, um, your net worth is what um, finance colleges for your children or build businesses. So net worth is important. Okay, so we're, I wouldn't say we're fighting a losing battle. But we're just out here going through the motions, playing the games and still being frustrated. But education is key. Knowledge is very useful. Use it. I'll talk to you all in the next segment.